0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you what to do after a binge. I remember those days just feeling instant regret that I gave in, that I did it again. I binged when I promised myself I wouldn't. And I was so bloated, like I had to change into a loose shirt and shorts or sweatpants because my stomach was so inflamed. I felt so heavy. And the guilt was that ever hard to shake. And then also kind of wanting to restrict the next day, but also knowing that that wasn't the smartest idea, but still believing that that's what I needed to do there's a lot to work through after a binge. So I want to walk you through a five-step process that will help you the next time that you've just binged. Now, before I dive in, I want to share with you that I'm hosting a completely free two-day training on both the strategy and the mindset required to end binge eating. It's called Free From Binge Eating. The dream, right? (laughs) So day one's focus is going to be all about the strategy needed to break free from binge eating. And then day two is going to be all about the mindset you need to conquer binge eating. Both are super important. And I truly believe that you can't have one without the other because you can have the best strategy. You can have all the tools and know all the things of what to do to stop binge eating, But if you don't have the right mindset, you'll find yourself self-sabotaging, reverting back to old habits, and just running on autopilot. Maybe even having your mind convince you that you, you need to give into the binge, right? Just one more time, our mind likes to play these crazy games on us. Now, on the flip side, you can have the best mindset, be super committed, super determined to stop your binges, which is great, But you need to know what to do. You need the proper tools that will help to rewire your brain out of these habitual cycles. So we're going to dive so deep into both of these areas. I'd love to have you join in on this free two-day training. You can click the link down below in the show notes and register. It's going to be so powerful so fun, and you're truly going to walk away feeling excited, ready, and motivated seeing how possible it is to regain control with food once you have the proper strategy and the mindset in place. I'm so looking forward to seeing you there. For now, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So what to do after a binge. The first thing that you need to do is to acknowledge what happened. I think so often we want to just move past it, like kind of pretend the binge didn't even happen, or you just want the day to be over. And it's so important to take time to just acknowledge what happened and own it. Speak the truth and have ownership over it. So state what happened. I binged. I ate too much. Be truthful in what actually happened. And then you can work walk through an exercise that I like to take my clients through, which is deciphering what is true and what is not true. So often we get into story mode, right? After a binge, it's like, oh, there's so much judgment. I don't feel good. And We kind of just stay there and marinate in these feelings that don't make us feel good. So what is true? The truth is I binged. That is a fact. I binged. What's not true is that I'm spiraling out of control and I'm losing all progress. What's true is I'm bloated. Yep, I'm really bloated and I don't feel good. But what's not true is that I'm never going to be able to stop my binge eating. What's true is I feel guilty. That's a fact. There's a lot of guilt happening right now. That's the truth. What's not true is this guilt, like the guilt is not going to last forever. So you just need to break down the facts, what's true, and separate it from the story and what's not true. I did this with my client the other day. And when I asked her what's true, she said, I was doing so well. And then I kind of ruined everything. And I said, but is that really true? And then she kind of laughed and was like, oh no, like not at all. Like I've come so far. And I know that this is kind of just a little bump in the road. And then she started to truly see what was happening. She recognized that the binge wasn't as intense as the past ones. The duration wasn't as long. There was guilt, but it wasn't as heavy as before. So our minds like to really convince us that what we believe, like our mind likes to convince us that we are believing something to be true, but it's not actually true. It's just a story, but it feels really true because you've repeated it. And believed it for so long. Of course, it's going to feel true, right? So again, the first part is to just acknowledge what happened. Take ownership. I binged. I don't feel good. I overate. I feel guilty. Now, the second part is to acknowledge how you feel. This is so important. Nobody likes feeling crappy, right? But you're allowed to feel whatever feelings you're feeling. You're allowed to be mad. You're allowed to be angry, frustrated, pissed off. You're allowed to emote and actually feel those feelings. So often, you know, we want to get rid of the frustration and we want to get rid of the anger. So we just kind of like, like I said, wish the day is over, or we just like want to move on and we want to quickly, quickly, quickly feel good. But It's a lie to believe that feeling good all the time is the goal. That's not the goal. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and she said something like, if you're feeling good all the time, you're probably not living. You're probably not challenging yourself. You're probably not growing. And it's true because when you're trying new things, you're like, things aren't going to go as planned. You're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated, right? And we have to allow ourselves to emote. Cry, scream, yell, grab a pillow, punch a pillow. Maybe you need to go into your car and have a big scream, right? We don't want to allow ourselves to marinate in those feelings. But what ends up happening is when we healthfully process through those emotions, they become less intense. They begin to go away. And the next time that we feel that emotion, let's say it's guilt, it's not as intense right? It's not as intense. And number two, you work through it so much quicker. I actually did a breathwork session with one of my clients um, that I was just mentioning before that was feeling a little bit guilty. And she said like, by the end of the breathwork session, we've released so much guilt. There was still a little bit of guilt there, of course, but just after a few moments of you know truly processing and healthfully feeling the feeling the guilt and being with it surprisingly it begins to go away we think we got to get rid of the guilt by just pushing it away but we actually have to be with it we got to feel and she actually messaged me you know she said the past one and a half days since our call have been great everything that we talked helped greatly i've been able to incorporate a trigger binge food granola bars throughout my day. And I feel like my body is finally starting to trust itself. I can have the food I want and not freak out about it. And literally just like a day ago, actually it was two days ago now, she was feeling so much guilt. So acknowledge how you feel and actually allow yourself to feel. Number three, don't try to figure out why you binged. Just remind yourself it's a brain wiring glitch and a habit that's just ingrained into the brain. There's no need to create deep meaning around it. So a lot of the time people will say, but like, why did I do it? Like, I wonder, okay, maybe it was because I just didn't eat all day. And then I came home and I was too hungry. Or maybe because at lunchtime I was craving the chocolate, like, and we just get so up in our head." And I know there's always good intentions when doing that because we want to try to figure out like why we did that so that maybe next time we can do better. And do you want to extract some feedback? Hell yeah, absolutely. Of course. But to try to like justify, I find that when we're, when we're trying to figure out why we kind of tend to like just justify, right? Like oh, I binged. Yeah. Because yeah, I was like super stressed out. Like yeah, that's why I binged or I binged because of, you know, this person said this thing to me and oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can kind of justify like, yeah, it was a good reason why I needed to binge. No. Remind yourself. This is a habit that's been ingrained into the brain and the brain, your brain is just sending you these signals, these impulses. And that's why I'm a big believer in reprogramming your brain, because once you don't even have those urges anymore, you stop binge eating. So don't try to create deep meaning around it. Don't spend so much time marinating because you're giving so much energy to it. We don't want to give energy to it. We want to simply be able to move on, right? Like that's the the goal is to obviously stop binging. But if you do binge, you want to be able to binge and get out of it quicker and just trying to like figure out why and maybe because of this and because of that, you're just marinating in there longer and giving more energy to it. Okay. Now, number four is to focus on one act of self-care that you can do to flood in some compassion. I know it's hard after you binge and there's guilt and there's shame and there's judgment. And the only thing that you feel like you need to do is like beat yourself up or restrict the next day. And none of those things are going to help you to make progress in the right direction that is good for you. Right. Um, so instead we want to still show ourselves some love, right. And, and just kind of like be really gentle with ourselves and, and know that like you're doing your best you're trying to navigate this especially if you are getting some support with your relationship with food and you're, you're you're doing the things required just like take a deep breath and give yourself some compassion that you're you're going through a lot like learning tools and learning strategies to shift your brain to rewire your brain it's like you're learning a lot of new things right so maybe an act of self-care can be, you know, taking a nice hot bath or doing some movement, maybe just going for a walk in nature, um, listening to an uplifting podcast or like leave a, a little love note or get ready the next day, like do your hair, put on a cute outfit, feel sexy. I, I know in the moment you're not going to feel the best. So maybe like you do this the next day or, you know, two days after, Um, something that I used to love was drinking chamomile tea. So for me, after a binge, I'd be so bloated. I couldn't even do anything. Like I couldn't even drink water because I was like, so bloated. Like my stomach felt like it was going to burst. Um, but chamomile tea always just soothed my stomach and it just made me feel just a little bit better. So I encourage you to really do this. And when you're doing this, you're training your mind to have the go-to action be self-love. The go-to action be self-compassion. Maybe you're so used to the go-to action being, you know, your inner critic is on full blast and you're judging yourself and you're beating yourself up and you're restricting and you're overdoing with exercise. Let that no longer be the case. I'm the type of person that freaking loves the crap out of myself. I'm the type of person that knows my worth. So I am going to do something different. I'm going to I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to accept what happened and move on. And accepting what happened doesn't mean you did the right thing, right? But accepting it means okay, I acknowledge what happened. And again, we can be mad, we can be pissed off, we can be angry, but we have to make peace with the terms that it happened. Right? Like we can't just be oblivious to it and try to like like No, it didn't happen. Like, no, it happened. And now I'm choosing to be kinder to myself because that's what I deserve. So that's number four. Now, the fifth thing is kind of just a mindset reminder that one binge doesn't ruin all of your hard work. I've had a lot of clients who will have, you know, let's say like two weeks binge free, and then maybe they have a binge. And they're like, oh, I was doing so good. Like, what happened? And I have to remind them that their hard work and their progress, it still happened. They still had two weeks binge-free, completely binge-free. They still had days where they went out with family, they went out for dinner, didn't binge, felt in complete control of food, was fully present, no anxiety, no guilt. So often, when something happens, we focus on that and we forgot how far we've actually come. So it doesn't mean you're going backwards. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It's just part of the process. And your hard work and all of the progress that you've made is still there. It's still there, you know? So look back, look back and check how far you've come. Check out all the wins, maybe just. Drop this down in a journal or just speak out loud like, this was my win. This was my win. This is the one that I had. And celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself and remember that it's not going to ruin all of your progress. So again, just as a little, mini recap what to do after a binge, number one, you're going to acknowledge what happened, stating what's true and stating what's not true. No matter the, number two, you're going to acknowledge how you feel. Be mad, be angry, be frustrated, allow yourself to emote. Number three, don't try to figure out why you binge. Just remember it's a brain wiring glitch and simply be able to move on. Number four, focus on one act of self-care that you can do to flood in self-compassion. And then number five, remember that one binge isn't going to ruin all of your hard work. So I hope you found this really helpful. I know it can be really challenging after a binge and so easy to, you know, want to beat yourself up and be hard on yourself. But I promise that's never the way out. We got to flood in compassion. We got to be kind to ourselves and we got to do something different if we want a different result. So I hope you found this super valuable and you've gotten some clear action steps that you can now implement. And if you are craving more and you want to take another step forward in healing your relationship with food and ending binge eating, I'd love to have you inside my free two day training that I'm running called free from binge eating, which is all about the strategy and the mindset behind ending your binges. So if that is of an interest to you, you can register through the link down below. I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to support you. I can't wait to share more tangible tips to help you to conquer binge eating.